podcast, bringing you spiritual nourishment during these difficult times of COVID-19 and social distancing. Our text for this morning is going to come out of Psalm 90. It says, A Prayer of Moses, the Man of God. And I'm going to read the whole thing, so go ahead and get comfy. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you and our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath, and we bring years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are seventy, or by reason of strength, eighty. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and the wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on us, your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants, and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. When I was still in high school, my dad was given a guided fishing trip for two in the Keys uh, as a thank you for a deal he had closed at work. So my family and I took a short trip down to the Keys to enjoy the beach, go snorkeling, and take a fishing trip. If I remember correctly, this was shortly before I left for college, so this must have been some kind of going-away trip gift, because uh, my life up to that point had included many trips to the Keys. At any rate, why the need for a guide? My dad was already a very experienced fisherman. Why couldn't we just launch his boat into the water, take it out to a decent-looking spot, and start to fish? Well, we certainly could have done that, but we probably wouldn't have found the school of tarpon we found almost immediately upon departing with our guide. Because the guide knew these waters. He knew these fish. He knew how to get to the best places with the best fish in the fastest way possible. He had hours and days and years more experience finding fish in the Keys than either of us did. And even though my dad had done plenty of fishing, he hadn't done plenty of tarping fishing in the Keys. This guide was an expert at what we wanted to do, mainly through his experience of doing it many times before. What we see here in Psalm 90 is that our God has infinite experience. He has been God for eternity past and will be for eternity future, which means he's been sovereign over all the events of human history. And unlike our excellent fishing guide in the Keys, God knows the best fishing spots in all the waters of the whole world. Unlike our guide, he's an expert in every field of the human experience, which is comforting for our psalmist, Moses, because he's writing at a time of turmoil. And we don't know what it is, uh, but from the life of Moses, we can imagine it has something to do with a grumbling people wandering through the desert for 40 years. And through this psalm, we see three big themes emerge which should give us comfort in these interesting times we're living through. First, we see that God is eternal. And not just eternal, but eternally good. Verse 1 says that, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. God has been our refuge. He has been the one we can run to. 
He's been there to protect his people for all time. It was true for Israel then, and it's true for us today. And we also see here that God is eternally sovereign over the affairs of man. And we should take comfort in that. Our God has been God through it all. While everything is going on with this coronavirus, I'm struck by how we have no precedent for what to do during these times. As much as we as families are figuring this all out as we go, uh, so are the people tasked with leading us through it. But our God was on the throne through the Spanish flu 100 years ago. He was on the throne through the bubonic plague. He is perfectly suited to guide us through these coronavirus situations through toilet paper shortages, through social distancing, through businesses closing and people losing their jobs. These are real struggles, but our God has the wisdom and the experience and the power to see us through it all. Second, we see the fleeting nature of life on earth. Verse 10 says the years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Another thing I've been struck by during these times has been my utter powerlessness to accomplish much of anything regarding the situation we find ourselves in. And I don't think that's by accident. One of the lessons God has been teaching me is that my own capabilities, my own giftings, my own capacities are not enough to do the things that need to be done. And I think a lot of people are finding this as well, feeling powerless, feeling helpless to deal with a situation. Man's life is such a fragile and temporary thing. So what are we to do? Three, we seek God. We seek God that he might give us the wisdom of these realities. Here in verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Verse 14, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love. You may remember Adam's message from about a month or so ago. That's, that's that word has said, uh, giving to those who deserve nothing, everything. Uh, this is how our God loves us. Verse 16, let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. While our lives may be short and our strength may be small, our God is eternal. And through his wisdom and power and might and love and mercy and justice, he can guide us through these times in our lives. Church, in this difficult time, allow God to strip away the things you've been placing your hope in. Money, relationships, your own abilities. Let him show you how strong and wise and loving he is for his people. Let him satisfy you with his unfailing love, as everything else around us cannot. And let us bring the good news of a God who takes care of his own people to the people around us, who are in desperate need of a little good news. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Join us here every Monday through Friday for more devotions from your BFC pastoral staff. And join us Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. for our online Facebook Live and YouTube Live services. Uh, Please visit our website, www.bfcsebring.com. Follow us on Facebook, BFC Family, for more service updates, articles, and just general updates on how the church is going to be operating in the days and weeks ahead. Church family, you are loved. Your church staff is here for you, and we'll see you tomorrow.